All right. Praise God. Second Timothy three fifteen. Second Timothy three fifteen. It says, as from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus, and all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and in instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And we said, and I said that the term scriptures is from the Greek word grapho, and it implies that which is written. And um, one thing about the scriptures is that it has been written already. We are not trying to review the scriptures, or we are not trying to, 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 to say, oh, no. Um, um, to adjust the scriptures to suit our taste, it has been written. Are you getting me? It has been written. So our work and the role of a Bible preacher is to explain to you what has been written. So we said holy scriptures is from the Greek word Irios grammar, and it is used to qualify that which is sacred and applicable. To the things used for ministry in the temple, that word "irios" can also be used for a place, and that place is called Iriapolis. It means somewhere that is reserved and is a reserved area. So, we said that um, when it says, "As from a child." Thou has known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make you wise. The word wise there is from the word sophizo. It means make you skillful. Make you skillful. That is, you have the right um, usage of what to do. It's going to make you skillful. Unto salvation, true faith which is in Christ. Now, and we said um, all scriptures there is Genesis to Malachi, right? And um, so when, when you read, it's just like look at John 5, verse 39. Look at John 5, verse 39. Where he says, search the scriptures. Now, when he says, search the scriptures, what are you searching? Genesis to Malachi. Genesis to Malachi. In says, for in them you think you have eternal life. For they are they which testify of what? Now, I want to ask you. Now, look at the word, all that somewhere. We said the word Jesus is translated from the Greek word Isios, and the background of the usage of that word Christ um, refers to the eyewitness account, and that this is humanity. And I said the word Christ refers to an office, that is a function, that is the Christ 
was to die, to be buried, and to be raised again from the dead. And um, it's a Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah. Now, in that John 5 verse 39, it says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, for they are they which testify of me. Now, see, when it says, look at in verse 40, or look at in verse 38, it says, ye have his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent, him ye believe not. Such description, for they have eternal life, for, for in them ye have eternal life, for they are they which testify of me. And look at in verse 40, it says, and ye will not come to me, that ye may have life. Now, when he says, there are they which testify of me. In this point now, what do you think Jesus will mean here? About the me. Would he be talking about my person or my office? The office, the office right? So when we search the scriptures now, it is evident for us that we are going to find certain details, right? And that's the details about salvation through faith, which is a Christ Jesus, right? And we already explained that. Jesus thought using Christ, and we looked through the scriptures in those references I showed you in the previous section. We, used, we, we, we saw those texts and we saw that Jesus used Christ as a thought person or a thought party narration, not, not thought person now. That is, and that's because the scripture testify of him. So when he says testify of him, it means there is a witness to the scriptures that points to something. And what does it point to? It points to the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Or, in that Luke 25, look at it, that Luke 24. Look at that Luke 24. Because if we are to study what this gospel is all about, I'm trying to give you a background scene so that when we approach different part of different series or subsequent series or when we start doing further investigation and further study, you will not think the gospel is just limited to the New Testament alone. Are you getting me? It shows that, you know, you and I now, when we want to preach today, we just speak our Bible and we just say, John 3.16, for God to love the Holy Spirit, 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 the Holy If you want to now preach to somebody, there's something we'll explain next week. Um, in 1 Corinthians 15, we, you know, we used to use it, say, how that Christ died, according to the scriptures, how that was buried. See, you know, I, 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 I'm trying not to jump my notes, but I'm going to show you something in that place. Katata's graphy, in that, um, according to the scriptures, now, it shows that. It shows us something. Remember we said, Paul wrote to Timothy and said, according to the scriptures, right? So, that would mean, when Jesus sent his disciples to go and preach in the four Gospels, what was their Bible? Genesis to Malachi, right? So, it shows that they handled the person of Jesus from the Old Testament, loosely. Now, okay, let's even take it out, apart from that. 
in the book of Acts, remember there was no state Bible. Peter did not have Bible. Paul did not have uh, Paul, Peter did not have New Testament. That we that we have Matthew to Revelation. Paul did not have Matthew to Revelation. In fact, he wrote two third of it. <laughs> what do you think he was preaching from? So remember, don't forget this thing in future. I might even say future. As we progress, don't forget to. So it will mean that when they held their Bible and to talk about ah, how that they died, where were they explaining it from? Are you seeing it? So is this so is this safe for us to see? So now are you now getting the picture of when Jesus was saying, Ought not Christ to have entered this, suffered this thing and enter into his glory? Are you seeing that he was talking about a function? And when he was talking about a function, what was their Bible? Their, no, so when Jesus when okay, look at Luke 24. Let's go to Luke 24. And he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe, all that the prophet has spoken. Where did the prophet speak? In the scriptures, right? Genesis Malachi. And he says, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? Now, so what are the things he is to suffer? What are the ways the glory is entering? Look at what now happened in verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in the scriptures the things concerning what? Now, is it concerning? So, if I thought we want to say concerning his, himself, we can even say his humanity. But at the end go, we will still find out his death, right? His burial and his resurrection from the Old Testament. Now, don't forget, we are using the, old, the word Old Testament and New Testament loosely now. Just for the sake of this class. Alright. So now, so can, can I, in 2022, today, still open my Bible and say, all I want to preach from is Genesis to Malachi. And I will still be preaching about the death the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Can I do that? If Paul, d- see, guys, Paul did not write anything abstract. Paul wrote from the scriptures. We are going to do a series one time explaining the Old Testament. And I will walk you through everything where Paul picked almost all his statements from. Anticipate that series. It might be just a long Bible section and just anticipate it. So, now, we, so in 2022, that we are in today, you know, we, we can get very spoiled with the New Testament. That, ah, some of you, gift of eternal life. Oh, we are this, born again, this, okay. Uh, uh, power of the gospel, okay, this and that. Fine, beautiful stuff. Don't, in fact, Continue doing it. Don't now get to your outreach tomorrow. Now and say, um, Second Timothy three fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like me. Many years ago, <laughs> yeah, I didn't knew those times. People and yeah, I didn't knew those times. If I learn something this week, I was teaching children. I just gonna pour it out. I did. Bible hermeneutics, 
under 20 minutes. You know what what took me what I'm still trying to study. What I'm still trying to finish with you people now. You know that this these are lessons that I believe every preacher has to learn. Because that that will make you be more calm in explaining the scriptures as you as you proceed. You know, this thing that I'm still trying to get to in Bible Eminotics, I did the whole entire series in 20 minutes. You can't you can't understand, right? Uh, yeah, was there. I taught predestination under 15 minutes. I can't even teach it now. I, I can't dare enter that series now. I told them there is nothing like destiny. There's nothing like there's nothing called destiny in the scriptures. This is that I can't do them giving them scripture for, for predestination, for knowledge, election. Ah, I finished another thing. All of them were confused. <laughs> I can't try it again. <laughs> so calm down. We are also, we are going we are going on the progression. So now, when Paul was writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3.15 and said, As from a child, you've known the Holy Scriptures. That is Genesis to Malachi. So, you know that Paul was only teaching the Bible when he wrote that. He was not showing him something new. He was just telling him, like how I will tell you in 2022, read your Bible. This is what the Bible says. That was what Paul was writing to Timothy in his own day. Ah, ah, you've known what the Bible that is in your hand. Because the Bible in their hand is what? Genesis to Malachi. That the Genesis to Malachi is able to make you wise unto salvation. Very soon, we're going to explain this salvation. We're going to explain the sota, the soteriology, the, the soteria, the sota, and um, sota, soteria and we'll study all of the concepts in salvation very soon what's what what's what what it means so that when 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 we are saying salvation i want you so that it will broaden your mind to think beyond oh what's do you even go and read abc of salvation i i kind of did like a preluding to something there and, and and i deliberately did it as a writing so that you guys can have a picture of something. We're going to study salvation soon and we're going to see what does salvation mean. Because if we can understand what salvation means, it will clearly explain what the death, burial, and the resurrection of Christ means. So that way you'll be able to know what does, how can somebody even receive salvation? How do they receive it in the Old Testament? What, what, what's this salvation all about? They will now study the place of the soteria or the sota, what, what, what it does and what the Savior did. We'll study salvation and the Savior Himself and everything. We'll just we have a long we have a long journey to we have a long we have, we have a long journey. It's like we have not. It's like we are still trying to leave Egypt. We have not started. <laughs> we have not. We are still we are still doing hard work in Egypt. We have not. When, when by maybe in the next 50, 50 or fifty years, I'll tell you. Okay, we are just about to enter the. We are just about to leave Egypt. But we are not. We have not left Egypt. Too. All of us are still in Egypt. <laughs> we are still trying to study. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so. So, in 2022 now, can I say, okay, so, do you know that the thing we call Bible today and scriptures today, I'm trying to put something into your mind that we'll build on later. What we call Bible or what we call scripture today, do you know that it is just Genesis to Malachi? Because what 
Matthew to Revelation did was just to explain it. Hope you know, Paul did not have Ephesians to read. In fact, he wrote it. Hope you know that the church he wrote to read the Old Testament. Are you seeing it? Guys, are you that we, we are even more lucky in our days that we actually have the other 27 books? So are you saying that you can successfully have a conversation with a Jewish who believes in the Torah or in the complete Old Testament and say, guys, okay, I'm not ready to even enter the 27. I can stay with you in these 33 books or 39 books and successfully explain how that Christ died, how that he was buried, and how that he rose again from there. Are you seeing it? So this is just to help you understanding that from the old, this, this gospel we are preaching is not a New Testament thing. Does that make sense? Now, now, now as we approach our study into the gospel now, it's, the, the, I don't want you to see this gospel as a New Testament discovery of um, Jesus just came now and it's as a result of what Jesus just came to do now. That is what now makes people saved. Because even Jesus thought from that place. Paul thought the Old Testament. When Paul was teaching, Paul was using the Old Testament to teach. In fact, let me give you a prelude into my explanations that I will, that I will do in the next section. Because I, I, I have certain plans. Look at 1 Corinthians 15. We will pick it, this 1 Corinthians 15 and address it properly. In the next section. Look at um, 1 Corinthians 15. Are you guys getting something? Are you you sure? Look at 1 Corinthians 15. Is this more about brethren? I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye received where ye stand. It now says, which, verse 2, it says, by which ye are said, if you keep in memory, you're not looking at me. Are you looking at the scriptures? Look at the scriptures. Don't look at me. By which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye believe in vain. Look at verse 3. It says, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to what? So now, can I explain how that Christ died for our sins What's the scriptures now? So, so, are you saying that? No, Paul is showing the Corinthians church that he explained how that Christ died for the sins according to what? Genesis to Malachi. So that shows I can successfully explain how that Christ would die according to Genesis to Malachi. Who, who is getting me? Look at verse 4. How that he was buried and how that he rose again from the dead According to what? Are you seeing that this gospel we preach now is not just a Matthew 2 revelation thing? Are you seeing it? It has been from where? Genesis. Remember I showed you when I thought you turns me on the day of Pentecost and I told you that if you want to understand doctrine, you have to see it in Genesis as a gen form. 
in the loss of Moses as his... I, I gave you all of those principles, those seven principles. In, it has to be in the in the in the in Genesis. It has to be in, in the law of, in this law of Moses, in the Psalms of David, in the prophets, in the four gospels, right? In the book of Acts as the as the practice of the church and in the epistles as the doctrine, right? Now, so it's to let you know that this gospel that we preach, it's not so are you seeing now? So all of you now in this class now, do you agree that? This thing I'm telling you about, when I go out now and I'm on outreach and I'm telling you how that Christ died, how that he buried, are you seeing that Paul preached even this thing from Genesis to Malachi? Do you agree? Do you agree? Are you seeing that it's not just a New Testament thing like we see? Are you, are you seeing it now? So are you seeing that it is an... It is an evergreen truth. It's not a make-believe. When we say this gospel, it's not a make-believe. It's an evergreen truth. If Jesus, see, look at some, Jesus told us in John 5 verse 39, he says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. He said, no. He said, but they are they which do what? Testify of me. So, when I told you about that Christ Jesus and all of those things, it will mean his function, right? His office. So I you see that even in the Old Testament, I can safely find the works of Jesus. There will be a time where I will strictly just be teaching from the Old Testament. We'll get there in some years to come. Not now. Now, look at Matthew 24, verse 14. Matthew 24, verse 14. So, we're trying to see, we're trying to approach this gospel and what it means and everything. Look at Matthew 24, verse 14. It says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the, in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Now, see, when Jesus was... Now, remember, what was Jesus' Bible to teach, the, to teach his people in the four gospels? So, when Jesus would say, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached, what do you think Jesus is bringing from? Are you seeing it now? Guys. Alright. So Jesus was saying that this was, so the gospel is a message of Christ. So when we say this gospel now, this gospel is a message of Christ. It is actually the message of the Bible. How many of you now believe that? This message we are preaching to you now is the message that encompasses the entire Bible. How many of you believe it now? Let me see your hands if you do. All right. It is the message of the entire Bible. The entire Bible is, pred is predicated on just this message. Now, so what, what does the word gospel mean? The word gospel means good news. Good news. The word gospel means what? Good news. 
that is glad tidings. Remember, this is just an overview. I'm just trying to, this series, <laughs> what I'm trying to do with you in this series is an overview of what, of the journey we are still going to. Don't, uh, don't get, just, just understand, take this one now, because the journey is where it's still very far. <laughs> the word goes to means good news that is glass tidings so, so Solomon described the good news in, in Proverbs 25 verse 25 look at how Solomon described the good news Proverbs 25 verse 25 let's go to Proverbs 25 verse 25 it says as cold waters to his thirsty soul so is good news Far from a country. As cold waters is to a thirsty soul, so is good news far from a country. So he described the word good news there. Now Jesus taught and preached the gospel. Now, when I say gospel now, what do I mean? It means good news, right? So when I say I'm, I want to go and preach the gospel to somebody, what do I mean? So I'm bringing a good news to somebody. Look at how Solomon described it. It means, as cold waters is to his says, so is good news far from a country. Are you seeing it now? So are you seeing that everybody needs to hear good news? Or do you want to hear bad news? Uh, do you want to hear bad news? So everybody wants to hear good news. So look at Matthew 4. So Jesus preached this good news. Look at Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. So when we say we are taking the gospel to the nations of the earth, what does that mean? I'm taking the good news, right? I'm taking the, all right. So, because everybody has to hear the good news. So we'll see. Look at the Matthew 4, verse 23. It says, And when Jesus went about all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now, so that's the good news of the kingdom, right? And healing all manner of thicknesses and all manner of of diseases among the people. Look at in Matthew 9, verse 35. Matthew 9, verse 35. And I said good news. We can simply say good news means glad tidings, right? Mm -hmm. Matthew 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, preaching in their synagogue, and teaching, um, teaching in their synagogue. Remember, I've explained teaching and preaching to you. Are you seeing it? So when he says teaching in their synagogue, synagogue is like the temple. And when he says preaching the gospel, I'm preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sicknesses and every disease among the people. So Jesus preached that same message. So are you seeing that? If it is about his personality now or his humanity it will be somehow are you seeing it but if jesus himself could preach something where do you think he was preaching from does that make sense genesis to malachi now and he also now commanded his disciples to preach the same thing look at the mark 16 verse 15 mark 16 verse 15 and he said unto them go into the world and preach the gospel so we can say glad tidings, the good news, to every creation. Look at it in Acts 8 verse 25. 
Peter and John preached that same thing in Acts 8, verse 25. No, when you come for Bible study like this, you will have to open scriptures. You just have to get used to it. There's no, there's no essence of coming to Bible study if you don't open your scriptures. Because it will help you. One of the things opening scriptures does to you is some of the things you might not even understand. Sometimes you can get to outreach and you're just opening your Bible to someone and you just remember I have explained something there. Does that, how many of that has happened to you? And then you just it will just help you. That's something about opening scriptures. Now Matthew 8 verse 25. And when they are testified and preached the word of the Lord and returned to Jerusalem, they preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. So they preached the gospel. Peter and John preached the gospel there. Look at in Act 14, verse 6 to 7. Act 14, verse 6 to 7. Paul and Barnabas did. So when I use the word gospel now, I'm talking about the good news, right? I'm talking about glad tidings, right? All right. Look at Act 14, verse 6 to 7. Act 14, verse 6 to 7. And they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Debi, cities of Laconia. And the region that lieth around about, and they preach the what? The gospel. The good news, right? The glad tidings. So you see, Jesus did it, right? Peter and John did it. Paul and Barnabas did it. Look at in verse 21. And when they have preached the gospel to that city, and have thought many, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch. So they preached the gospel. So Jesus preached, right? Yes, Peter and John preached, right? Mm-hmm. Paul and Barnabas preached, right? Yes. Now, Paul was also committed to that same gospel. And that's the same way you should be too. Romans 1 verse 16. Paul was committed to the gospel. So, I can safely say I'm committed to spreading a good news. Right? Yes, I can safely say I'm bringing... So, when I meet somebody now, I can safely say I bring you good news. I bring you good tidings. I have, oh, have you heard the good news today? You know? I, that, 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 that's, 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 that's a wisdom for you all to Have you heard the good news today? You know? I say, what's good news? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Romans 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of what? The gospel. So when I use gospel now, I'm talking about the good news of Christ. Right? So when I say the gospel according to John Mark. Does that make sense? When I say the gospel according to St. Matthew. Or the glad tidings or the message. Are you seeing it? Does it make sense? Alright. So it says, for it says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Was the power of God unto salvation. So you and I should not be ashamed. So he calls the good news of Christ that God and now. So Paul calls it the good news of Christ. Now, God had preached the same thing to Abraham. I'm sure you're surprised. Look at Galatians 3, verse 8. These are things we're going to study later. Well, I'm just giving you a teaser. Remember, I said it's an overview, right? God has preached the same message to Abraham. So he, God did it. Jesus did it. <laughs> Paul and Barnabas did it. And you see that every Christian should be doing it. Peter and John did it. Paul and Barnabas did it. You two are didn't it. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> like that comedy. 
If he didn't did it, tell me he didn't did it. No, I didn't did it. <laughs> just a comedy. Galatians 3 verse 8. It says, And the scriptures foreseen that God would justify the earth in true faith. Preached. Now look at something. And the scriptures. What scriptures now? Foreseen that God would justify the earth in true faith. Preached the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. That's a gospel. We'll study that later. Don't worry. So, that, can I say this? And you will not ask me questions. When they say, what did Abraham hear that made him believe? You know, the Bible says, and Abraham believed in Genesis 15 and 16, and Abraham believed and it was accounted to him for righteousness, right? Now, what was the message that was preached? Remember it said, it is true you will become father of many nations. Now, look at it. It says, in this shall all nations be blessed. This was the message. We'll study it later. Look at it in verse 9. It now says, So then they which are of faith are blessed with the faithful word, Abraham. We'll study that later. Not, that's not the message. That's not, that's not the center of our message today. We'll study that. I think I've explained that before somewhere. But I, 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 would, I, I don't know the exact message. So why is the message called good news? Why is it a good news? Why is it a glad tidings? Why is, why is the message called good news? Why, why, why is it called good news? Now, is it about a salary increase? Obviously, no. <laughs> is it about when you go and preach to somebody? Are you trying to... That's why you have to know your message. And when you are raising disciples, don't assume that your disciple can automatically preach the gospel. Help the person. I remember how to use Noah as an example. I remember when we used to, when Noah used to go for outreach those days, when I first met him. Noah would just be saying things that I don't understand. He said, I'm prostelite, I'm clinical, prostelite, Jesus did this, Jesus did that. I don't see, that's when I knew that, ah, discipleship is, <laughs> you have to teach and practice. So one day I said, okay, hold on. When I saw that this, this guy, this guy may, may be receptive. I said, wait, let me talk. <laughs> Hear me very well. <laughs> so I made sure that subsequently I keep talking. So another day I let him talk to check if he has caught it, if he has gotten it. So over time I now notice he stopped saying I'm protesting. I said, okay, good, good fit. But he was still saying some other confused theology. <laughs> So that's why I told you if you if you are taking someone for outreach, <laughs> ensure you allow the person hear you very well. Tell the person watch how I do it. So that the person will not come and tell you them, Jesus will, Jesus will bless you. Ah. That's not that, <laughs> that's not good news again. <laughs> See, Jesus will give you Jesus will give you log life. Yes, it will, but it's internet. <laughs> so it's not you know, some people, when we were younger, we went to go and preach to people. Me and Sergio just say, ah, have you heard Jesus? Jesus is good. Ah, Jesus is good though. He come to Jesus. You 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 never be broke again. And we we are broke. <laughs> we in fact, we are even begging for money for pure water. We are telling somebody that if you come to Jesus, <laughs> you will not be broke again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is not about salary increase. It's not about Oh, the inflation in the world will stop. You know, 
you can go now to, to for outreach now and you engage people now and somebody is telling you and somebody is telling you that eh, um, ah you know there's inflation everything is high in fact we're even paying in walmart these days now we are paying money for line up back and the person say how does god wants to solve this problem <laughs> this is not a god see that was why in in the book of us <laughs> in the book of us they were asking after jesus finished rose up of the day disciples were still asking okay master when will you again at least restore the kingdom to jerusalem <laughs> They say for to you is not given to know the times and the season. He says, But he shall give unto you power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come up. <laughs> so you should tell you that what is in their mind? They are still thinking, ah. <laughs> ah, you know, if this thing is not well explained to people, if so, somebody that can follow you to church and follow you to church, that's why church has to be careful of what they are doing. And that's why. I'm very careful with our patterns in church. That's why we, that's the essence of why we do what we do. In the sense that you don't want a new convert now to walk into service and have a false hope of his salvation. Are you getting me? What the new convert needs at the very minute he believes the gospel, he needs the real truth. He needs a, that's why we have a lot of materials on reality of redemption, reality of uh, reality of the world, all of those things, basis of Christianity. He needs to feed on those materials to understand what God has done. And all of those things that God has done is not including houses. He's not including car. It's not as if when you get born again now, if you are still a short, poor short rabbit before, you will still remain poor. Jesus not come to eradicate. Jesus not come for poverty eradication, <laughs> or to give you a job. But if you believe Jesus now, you go no, ah no. <laughs> He's not going to give you gift of ours. It's not as if when you come, your debt will automatically be cleared. If you are owing one million dollars, in fact, it might even increase more that you have believed the gospel. I'm just joking, but <laughs> it's not about physical or temporary happiness or comfort. For the news to be good, now listen very well, take note of this. For the news to be good, it has to be relevant to the hearer's condition. I'll say it again. For the news to be good, it has to be relevant to the hearer's condition. So, since this news is for all creation, because Jesus told us, take the gospel to everywhere, right? If it is for every man, small, old, white, black, yellow, blue, <laughs> whatever color you know, you know, people are, people, are, people are doing a lot of surgery now and turning to white, to, turning to, to, to indigo, and turning to different colors these days. So whatever color you have chosen to become, the gospel is still for you. <laughs> now, if the news has to be good, it has to be relevant for to everybody. It will mean that I'm in Rochester, New York now. It will mean that if you get to Afghanistan tomorrow, this news has to still be relevant. There's, I think they, they said the richest country in the world now is Norway. I don't know, I might be wrong, but I think as at the last time I checked, I, I, I think the richest country in the world is Norway. I think America is even like maybe 12th on the rank or 13th. I think Canada is, I think they say Canada is even more richer than America. I don't know. 
but I, I think I think Norway. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it will mean that what I will preach in the poorest. Uh, in fact, they said they, they said the 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 fourth poorest city in the United States is Rochester, New York. <laughs> 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 so, so we can simply say we are living in a poor state. No, what I mean, that's literally we are not poor in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> now, whatever we can preach here <laughs> in this village, <laughs> it has to be applicable in somewhere like Norway. Are you getting me? It has to be applicable in Silicon Valley. And Silicon Valley is one of the boom top booming city in the United States because I mean that's where almost all the third companies are and and so on. It has to be a relevance to the year's condition. So it must have a singular application and relevance to humanity. It must have a singular application and relevance to humanity. So like I said, not everyone is poor, right? Okay. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is not poor. Elon Musk is not poor. <laughs> Bill Gates, in fact, Bill Gates did not know what to do with his money again. He says, give me everything to charity. Ah, God, and I'm a charity too. <laughs> I mean, I should change my name to charity. <laughs> He's is donating his money to charity. When Solomon said everything is vanity, is he? he was not joking, though. So if you if your own race is endless or trying to make all the money in this life and everything, I know that's why a lot of people you eventually not find the money. You know? So that would mean that the message has to cut across everybody on it. So Remember I said, since the news is for all creation, or all creatures, it has to have a singular application and relevance to humanity. Remember again, not everybody is poor. Not everyone is in need of financial aid. So you see why financial prosperity message can never succeed. So $91 for 91 seed, for 91 blessing. Hope you know Bill Gates will just take us as jokes. Maybe those are the reasons why these guys have not believed the gospel. Because they'll be watching TV and those are the people on TV anymore. People like us now, they also come and empower us and put us on TV. You know? So that we can we can clear all this rubbish. So Bill Gates will just ah, $91. Out of all my money. Warren Buffett is just like, just. In fact, one person in Sam's Club is buying more than $91. Yeah, that's it. I should also $91 and get the $91 seat. You know, there's a, I heard a story. My pastor shared a story of one man that he, he was hearing the testimony of... Uh, so, he, I think he read, you know, all the churches that put testimony on the back of their flyers and say, uh, because of the reason of this conference, I receive a job. I receive um, a new car. I receive a new house. So the MD of the company was not reading the thing and said, ah. So I think they tried to invite the MD to come for the conference. And he was not, he not flipped to the back and started seeing the testimony of how somebody came to testify about a house. The MD said, ah, 
I have done all of these things for people. Come and worship me. I can do it for you. You know? He can't. Imagine we are trying to, we go to Elio Monks now. We are trying to preach. Somebody that, I, I don't know if it is true, but I saw something on Facebook. They've already built a hotel in mass. Now, guys, <laughs> you, you are still trying to have a house. Some people are still trying to pay their mortgage bill. Some people are still trying to pay mortgage. Some people are still in the warehouse now as I'm speaking. Some people are even ready to go to work this very night to go and look for money. Some of you have gone already. You are still looking for money to still survive on this earth. So we are already come, they are already done with it. Say, we don't do it again. <laughs> you. And that's what you, you are still chasing. They, they have already built a hotel. So that means they can just decide and say, I'm tired of it today. Let me jet out. <laughs> let, me, let, me jet, let me jet out of you humans. So let's say something happened to the OET today. Uh, let's say maybe ISIS just decide and say, guys. <laughs> The whole of the United States, or let's see what happened in 9-11. I know this is sensitive. I'm sorry I'm using this as a joke. Let's what happened in 9-11 when Osama Biladi just came. And another Osama Biladi just came and said, the whole of the United States, all of you are in trouble. They just said death threats. Or let's see like what is happening in, um, in Russia and Ukraine. What happened now? And let's see the government is now saying, guys, United States, Joe Biden is talking too much. We are sending a missile. To, to certain places. You know some people now can just say it's not concerned me. I will just jet out of the end. You, you, see, you don't even have a place of abode. <laughs> so why are you still squatting with people? <laughs> we, so why are you struggling to pay house rent? You are now saying... <laughs> so if you now go to that type of basin and go and say, Jesus will bless you financially. Is it like Jesus come and worship me? Because as at when I check in this old head, I'm still the richest. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Does it make sense? So you see why prosperity gospel cannot work. It's only the prosperity gospel can only work in certain places in the world. I'm sorry to use Nigeria for instance. <laughs> it can, and it's not everywhere in Nigeria because it can't work in some part of Lagos in Nigeria. It will work in some way like in Akure, where <laughs> in other route. <laughs> it will work in those places. It can't work in some part of Abuja because when I went through Abuja in Nigeria, ah, I knew that there's money and there's money. You see houses like this. Ah. Are you getting me? It's not in all part of the world it can even in the United States. It can work in some part of the United States, but in 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 time in Madison Square area, in that Times Square area, in New York, you can't work in that kind of place because people that won't even want to have houses in that place, they are paying high, their their bees are high, they are not regular, they are not a regular kind of of human beings. Or you're going to let's let's say somewhere in Cali, in, in um Beverly. this Beverly Beverly Hills in Cali. Your gospel of prosperity will not work in those places because by that you even drive through. By that you just drive through the place, you will just lie down and say, Lord, I surrender to this. <laughs> so not everyone is poor. Not everyone is in need of therapy or sickness. Not everybody. Now, 
not everybody is also sick. So people that, you know, some people might be depressed and need depression. No. You know, some people like motivation. You know, motivational message will not work for Jeff Bezos now. Jeff Bezos will be the one to motivate you. Not, not, not you trying to. So imagine I'm on the poopy now, Jeff Bezos is in this chair, sitting down, and I'm saying, acquire to aspire. The desire to, you just tell you, ah, ah, guy, you need this message yourself. I'm the proof of aspire to aspire. How <laughs> you get what I'm saying? As I had to acquire the retire, the retire. And or like the message we used to hear when we were younger, three days or something. You know, I, I always told you there are certain messages that can only work in certain places. <laughs> Imagine I'm going to teach three days or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but that man really troubled us with that message. We used to call him a guy, man. He was very yellow, like a bino. He, he almost he's not an abino, but he's almost reaching the place. Everything about him is so yellow. He was, so imagine you are waking up in the morning. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw a shade at him. No, I'm not trying to throw a shade at him. It was just that the message he was saying was too, it was too, it was too annoying. You just wake up early in the morning. You are still struggling with sleep. The next thing is three days of success. One determination. Two desire. <laughs> I don't know. The next one discipline. We, we heard that thing till we left till we left high school those days. Three days of success. Three days of success. Ah, so those three days of success message it cannot apply everywhere. So, for the message to be for all, it has to have an all condition. Not everybody is sick. Not everybody needs therapy. Not everybody needs money. I just told you, Jeff. Bill Gates is planning to give out all his wealth. In fact, uh, I think I need to go and change my name on Facebook now to Charity Benson. So I'm here now. You're with the So in case they want to say, in case your name is Charity, come forward. <laughs> Not everybody is in need of sickness. Now we should have problem because now we're in 2022. A lot of problems are expand. Not everybody is wanting to do gay. Now because we're in 2022, now we have to expand the narrative. Not everybody has gay problems. <laughs> because some people now have device, that's the only message they preach on their pulpit. That some people are just gay. Not everybody, me, I'm, I'm not planning to be one. And I can never be. So that kind of their message. You know, some people, they just, their only, <laughs> their only message is um, therapeutic thera message. No, I, I, I'm serious. There's somebody on Instagram, I know the person. There's somebody on Instagram. She has, I think she has a child. I don't know. She says she, so that I, I, I'm specific in, in, in who I'm talking about. And she was once a gay or something or something before. Then I think God now delivered her. Then that's the that's the 90% of the message she's preaching. How you should not go back. How you should be delivered from me. Brethren, as I'm trying to watch your message, it's not applicable to me. I'm not planning to be one. I can never be. I like the fact that I'm a man. I'm never. I'm not trying to be a, a woman. I can't imagine. I can't imagine coming and wearing skirts. <laughs> I, I, I wear wig. I do makeup. I now fix my hair. I wear heels. Nah. I, I don't have that kind of problem. <laughs> so that message is not for me. So I'm trying to think. Which other message again? There are different people on Instagram these days. Oh, witchcraft, deliverance. I don't have. I don't have. <laughs> I really don't think I have. 
powers from my father's house like that. My father is a Christian, as far as I know. My mother is a prayer warrior. So if I thought there is anything I want to come from powers of my mother's house, my mother would have used her prayer to shock it. <laughs> so I don't think, I really don't think there's really a powers from my real father's house. It can be from my own father's father's house. But my, as far as my own father... <laughs> His concern. I don't think he has put his hand in anything supposed not to put his hand in. <laughs> so I don't know about people's father. Or I don't know the preacher's father. But me, <laughs> I don't think. You know, David said in iniquity did my mother give birth to me. Me, I was not born in iniquity. <laughs> David said, you know, a lot of people have made that a subject today. Iniquity did that was like me. I was not born. If, as far as I knew, my mother prayed as she was giving birth to me. So, David was speaking for himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me think again. Which which other thing? Monkey po- monkey pos and and um, COVID nineteen. You know, a lot of people now they are still their message is still centered around. Covid just happened in 2019. I'm just wondering what they've been preaching before the 2019 that like Covid entered. Because still to, to 2020, Jerry. So, because still today they are still talking about it. Move on now. The world has even moved on. <laughs> Move on. Which one is um is from the devil? We know it's from the devil. At least now we have been healed from the devil. Okay, now <laughs> let's move on. You know which other thing? A lot of different things. Oh, that's even the one. You see today. Racial power or black Jesus is black. <laughs> I engage one. I, I, I engage one one time. He said, I, I was just coming for a walk that day. I, I will never forget. I was coming, I think I was going to preach. I was going, I think it was one of the times I was teaching Abraham and Corey did those days. I was just going for a walk. I was going to preach. So he just engaged me at, at that time. We were still in Indiana. He just engaged me at the at the front of of work. He just said, "Hey, Jesus is black." Ah. I look at my time and I have to still track down. Ah. I said, "Guy, I don't have time for this." You go, "What's your proof that Jesus is?" Black? You see, he he's ah. and that was not the first time I I'm hearing that thing. I've heard that thing since high school. I've heard that thing since high school. But one of my teachers in high school just came to class one day and said. I am I'm convinced beyond every reason. He's my government teacher. I wish I, I wish I can mention his name. He <laughs> said I'm convinced beyond every doubt, every reason doubt that Jesus is black. Ah, that was when the thing stayed in my head. I started thinking. For some reason I wanted to believe it. But I now thought about it. If I thought Jesus is black, if I thought he's from Jerusalem, Jerusalem people are not even black, even in our today's world. If I thought want to take the racial thing, Jerusalem are not really black. They are, they have coily ears like Noah's own. They have um, a, all of them are always yellow and they always have this uh, <laughs> beard. So we can say they just kept beards. <laughs> I'm just joking though. So there are a lot of racial messages like that and different things. Oh, white supremacy. Oh, this and that. And, and they do it on the pulpit. Not everybody is for that message. So, for the message to be for all, it has to affect everybody. All. It has to have all conditions. Now, look at Romans 3 verse 19. 
And we used to joke about this thing. We, we even joked about it in Mission is Possible. Look at, look at Romans 3 verse 19. Romans 3 verse 19. It says, Remember, what I'm doing with you in this introduction is just an overview. It's an introduction. In this series, I'm just doing an overview and an introduction into what we, what so what are the things I would do is many of the things I said first. It's just like this thing called the death now. We'll have a series in this in this series where all we will just study is just the death. Does that make sense? Of Jesus from the old to the new. Are you ready for that? We'll have a series where we'll just study the sin problem. Where all we'll study is just sin. We'll have a series where we'll just study just the resurrection. We'll have a series where we'll just study um, the hope of the gospel. We'll have a series where we'll study the reward of, the go- of this gospel. You want to know what your reward is? Don't you want to know? Uh, we'll study it. <laughs> Look at Romans 3 verse 19. It says, Now we say, What's yet this? Whatsoever the law saith, is yet unto them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped. And all the world may become guilty before God. You know, we used to use that word. Everybody has sinned, right? All the world has become guilty. Look at Romans 3 verse 23. For what? All have sinned. Look at verse 23 of that Romans 3. For all have sinned. You know, we use that thing in Michelle's possible. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, all means the whole of humanity is found in sin. And has fallen short of God's glory. All. All of humanity. All of humanity. Look at Romans 5 verse 12. Romans 5 verse 12. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men that have sinned. All. So Adam's sin has passed upon all. Remember, go and listen to the we sin in Adam. <laughs> Adam's sin has passed upon all. All men are now sinners in Adam. Now, take this as an overview. Go listen to the we sin in Adam. I've done a lot of work there. Now, sin is the common identity of man. Not poverty, not sickness, not illiteracy. Not everybody is illiterate. Not financial bondage, not black problem. Not everybody, see, not, not everybody is bothered about whether black life matters or not. White people don't care. <laughs> so, white, so white really, they are not bothered. So white, just, everybody is good. But you that you are black, you are the one that is bothered about why your own life is not mattering. Are you getting me? That's not the cause of the gospel. See, till we die in this life, there will never be equality on that races or or that whether life or whether there is black or it is an endless fight. Are you getting me? So don't don't think you want to go and make a career out of <laughs> or BLM or something. Sin is the common identity of man. Sinners are rich. <laughs> in fact, the richest black man is Aliko Dangote. Aliko Dangote is a Muslim. <laughs> Are you getting me? Big said he's an atheist. 
Sinners are rich people. Sinners are also healthy. In fact, Big Gates was the one trying to cure, look for coronavirus for everybody. Look for how to look for vaccine for everybody. Sinners are healthy. Sinners are also literate. Sinners have financial stability. But one thing about sinners is they are far from God. Does that make sense? They are far from God. Sinners are enemies of God. Let's use that word. So, there must be one thing in your mind when you go to preach. There must be one thing in your mind as you travel around the world. Is that my message must be universal. You know one beauty about when I'm called up to preach, no matter anywhere, is that I know that the message I'm going to preach will cut across everybody. I don't have a sect. You know when they say sect, a sect message. That my message is a selected few. No, my message is universal. If, if even an animal, a monkey, thorns to a human being, <laughs> he will still eat this message. <laughs> because I, the, the latest fight now on social media is, it is not evolution. Evolution is fake. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, the evolution is this that. Whatever it is. All I know is, if they shall turn to human being, <laughs> this message will still benefit them. Are you getting what I'm saying? So look at Romans 5, verse 5 to 8 to 10. We'll just, like I said, we're just, today, today we're just laying foundations. We'll pick it up from here. Um, we get it up from here um, soon, right? Pick it up from here. Look at Romans 5, verse 8 to 10. It says, <clears throat> For God commanded his love towards us, in that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we are saved from his wrath through him. And for if when we are enemies, we are reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So, sinners are enemies of God. Just as Adam in the garden, sinners are casted out from God's presence. By Adam transgressions, a man can only stand guilty without a right before God. So, the gospel is described with a certain adjective. Look at Acts 20 verse 24. Acts 20 verse 24. Acts 20 verse 24. The gospel is designed with certain, with, with certain, is defined with certain adjective. Acts 20 verse 24. It says, But none of this moved me, neither can't my life dare unto myself. For if I might finish my course with joy, the message I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. So it is called the good news, right? The good news of the grace of God. So, it we announce God's grace. So, this good news now, we announce what? God's grace. And grace is a gift. Right? Grace is a gift. Grace is a gift, or is the gift of God, given freely without conditions. I've explained this somewhere. I think maybe in righteousness or something. Grace is the gift of God, freely given without conditions. Look at Romans 1 verse 16. I'm sure you are opening your Bibles, please. Romans 1 verse 16. 
He says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That is the good news of Christ now. He says, for is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. So now, the message is a person. Remember in Acts 20 verse 24, he says, the gospel of the grace of God, right? And we said gospel means good news, right? So that means the good news of God's grace, right? Now, the message is a person. The person is the gift of God. Look at Romans 10 verse 5, 15. Romans 10 verse 15. It says, How shall they preach? Except they be sent, as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the good news of peace. Right? Can we say good news of peace? The gospel of peace? Right? And glad tidings of good things. Look at Ephesians 6 verse 15. Ephesians 6 verse 15. Ephesians 6 verse 15. Ephesians 6 verse 15. It says, And your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. Right? Can we say that? So the message is peace. Are you seeing what the message is about now? Yes. We, so, can we safely say the good news is about the grace of God, right? Yes, so, can we say the, the message is about the grace of God, yes. right? The good news is about the grace of God. Can we say the, 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 the good news is about peace? Yes. It brings peace, right? Yes. And I said that grace of God also is a person, right? Yes. The peace too is a person, right? Yes, Alright, look at Ephesians 2 verse 14. Ephesians 2 verse 14. It says, for he is our peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who had broken, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So the message is peace. And I said, peace is a person. Look at Romans 1 verse 9. Romans 1 verse 9. Romans 1 verse 9. It says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit, in the gospel of his Son. So we can see the good news of his Son, right? Without season, I make mention of you in my prayers. So, the Christ is the Son. So, God gave his Son to us, and he is grace to us. Can we say he is peace to us? Because he already told us it's our peace. So we can say Christ is the Son. God gave him to us. He is grace to us. He is our peace. Right? So the gospel, so we can safely say now as a roundup, that the gospel is the news of Jesus. How many of you agree now? Right? So because if we say, if we say now listen to this. In our 20 verse 24, we said he is God's gift, right? God's grace, right? Yes, and that God's grace is also a person. We said he is our peace, right? And that peace is also a person. So can we safely say, when we are preaching the good news, we are preaching about a person? Can we say that? Yes, sir. Can we say that? Yes, sir. Do you agree? Alright. So, the gospel is the news of Jesus. 
So, yes, it is about his death, right? Yes, it's about his burial. Yes, it's about his resurrection. But we can safely say it's also about his grace, his, his, his grace right? We can safely say it's about his peace, right? We can safely say about his son, right? His person, that's good. So, how he affects the sinful humanity. So, the gospel is the news of Jesus Christ. How he affects the sinful humanity. So, my message, so when I stand before a sinner, I know what to say. I am not intimidated by his car, right? If I get to the White House tomorrow, I'm not going to say, um, Joe Biden, please can you um, help us reduce inflation? I'm going to stick with my message. Because it's most caught across humanity. Right? Yes, sir. So, I it affects the sinful humanity, we must also come to the fullness of the knowledge of the gospel. So, remember I told you, the gospel is not about financial issues. Right? It's not about stock market. It's not about Bitcoin and Litecoin. It's not about... Um, Anything, uh, not about uh, black life matters or white life matter or yellow life matter or blue life matter, is about the good news of his person. Hallelujah. And how it affects the sinful humanity. So you and I must come to the knowledge of this gospel. As we approach much study in, in days to come on this gospel will address remember this, this is just an overview and an introduction into our journey maybe most later in, in, inside this series too we will examine thumbs of the gospel we will still examine not in this series but in this gospel this this, this series is called this gospel and it is called it's going to be this series one obviously so, in, in subsequent series, we, we examine terms of the gospel. We'll pick out what does the gospel of the kingdom means, the gospel of is this means, the gospel of the... We'll pick it out. So, we are here for a long journey because it will help our discipleship and it will help us as we raise people and as we approach questions in our today's world on how to... on, on, on Bible study. So, Bible study must not be treated with with a joke it's it's actually a very serious work are you seeing it and the role of a bible preacher is to expound the scriptures to you and to make sure that you see the scriptures in its clarity hallelujah do do, do you understand something hallelujah 